Hello everyone and welcome to another Technogate 1999 game. Um, we are playing today, um, we're continuing on after an event that kind of happened where the uh, heroes had gone into the Dreaming. They were working on trying to shut down a node that's powering a shield. Um, basically they've been going to different realms to shut down these power nodes um, that are powering a shield around Altered Earth. So our current troop right now had just got done being inside of the Dreaming where they had met a memory of sorts of Tycho's father, the one that they are currently trying to save. This memory informed Tycho that it was his father that had developed and, and put this shield up and that it is protecting um, and, and stopping control from gaining access to weapons that could possibly destroy the universe. Um, so the team has come back, stated that they were unable to, um, shut down that node and have now, um, gathered at Phaedra's, um, house. So let's go ahead and just kind of start off here with a little bit of round of introductions. Um, so I'm your, uh, storyteller, Frozen Fallout. Um, and let's go ahead and start off with Phaedra. Um, tell us a little bit about you, um, and a little bit about your character and a little bit about what they look like, as well as what your house looks like. Sweet. So Phaedra is a 27-year-old black female with, uh, she usually wears a, a white blouse, black slacks, a lab coat. Um, she's originally from Las Vegas, where she lived with her single uh, mom, who was the stripper. Uh, she was murdered when she was younger. Uh, she followed her mom's murderer up to Wisconsin. Uh, that's how she got involved with the capitocracy. Uh, and eventually was able to get her revenge on Mudden. Um, yeah, my apartment is kind of cracked. <laughs> uh, it is like on the north side of Madison. Um, frequented by a bunch of hobos and myself. Phaedra. I'm not sure what is happening. I have no clue. Is Josh okay? Kinda. Okay. Sorry. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Uh, sorry about that. I don't know what happened where it just stopped. Um, being able to hear me. Um, so Tycho, uh, tell me a little bit about your character and uh, what he looks like. Uh, short, blonde hair. Uh, he grew up in Madison, here at the Construct. His father was the legendary adventurer Buck Sampsonite, uh, and his mother uh, is Elizabeth Vance, who was in charge of the, uh, and is currently in charge of the Construct uh, research and execution department. Uh, so he was awakened quite young, uh, technocracy. Uh, when he was 18, went on a little adventure with some werewolves that, uh, that he encountered. And that kind of ended in tragedy. He, uh, recently, a couple years, and his, his mom got him a job at the construct. And they put him on Technogate 42, where he 
I'm sorry, I think you cut out there at the end. Uh, he's on Technogate, 40 te uh, Technogate Team 42 now. All right. Um, and then uh, Malachi, tell me a little bit about your character and what does he look like? Yeah, Malachi is uh, a six-foot-tall Caucasian male, um, wears blue jeans and a shirt. Uh, he was born into a military family, um, traveled around as both parents served, enlisted at 18 with the Air Force. Um, at the end of those four years, he was noticed by the technocracy and for his uh, proficiency with firearms and skills, uh, understanding power systems. Um, so then he signed up for a second term with uh, technocracy. Um, some point during that uh, that run, after a year or two, he made some friends that he wasn't supposed to, unbeknownst to him. Um, and then after the, the fallout, he got laterally uh, promoted, side-moded, um, over to be uh, security for TG42. And he is currently spending his time making sure that the team is safe as he awaits the end of his, uh, his, second, um, his second enlistment. Awesome. And Robert, tell us a little bit about your character and what he looks like. Robert is a very average, unassuming, not very noticeable guy. Um, always found in a just suit and tie with his briefcase. Glasses, kind of average height around 5'10". Um, average build, just all around average. Um, very good at what he did with psychiatry. He was kind of on the periphery of the technocracy, uh, assisting people that kind of had some issues with some of the things they experienced along the way. Um, got brought into the group to kind of fill a slot and ended up kind of having his mind blown away and is uh, currently kind of walking that fine line of... Uh, falling into it a little too much or being able to kind of maintain that. Um, but otherwise, uh, not too much on his backstory. Otherwise, I guess um, he was kind of just your average guy until he fell into the fold here and, and things have kind of exploded since then. Awesome. All right. So we start off in uh, Phaedra's trashed little apartment. Um, it is an apartment, right? Or is it a house? It's it's an apartment. Apartment like a uh, like building complex downtown. What street? Uh, let's say. I thought it was north side. You said north side. Yeah, it was north side. Uh, let's say Aberg in commercial, like that area. Okay, yeah, so like, yeah, the commercial area of one of those apartment complexes. Awesome. So yeah, you've got like, uh, you know, a uh, little one-bedroom, and, uh, you know, it's uh, trashed, you know, there's probably the smell of a, of a, of a old, old wet dog that's uh, been in here recently. Um, you know, it's got the, it's it's got all the, the makings of a... Uh, the reason for the wet dog, by the way, if, if you're wondering, is because there is uh, there's a little werewolf that sometimes uh, gets to, to make his home in Phaedra's. He is not here currently. 
Um, he doesn't always come here, but he likes to stay more in Pan Pangea. In any case... Is his name Brooklyn? Brooklyn, yep. I remember things. Yeah. So, you guys are chilling out. You've got the, the whole, like, uh, you know, conspiracy board up and running. Um, and talking about uh, what your next move is going to be. So, I'll kind of just open the floor to you guys then. I'm going to start with my standard walk around and just glance out the windows. Doing, uh, seeing if people are paying attention. Always a touch paranoid. I'm going to start shuffling some of the newspapers and clippings and stuff from the floor into a nice pile so I can sit on it. Uh, do we still have the uh, the kind of non-detection spell on us from the general? I made one yes. for my house. And the house also has one. Okay. Doesn't stop laser mics. Actually, it potentially could stop laser mics. Yeah, yeah. A little, bit of, a little bit of forces on the windows. Um, so I see us having two things here. We either keep the shield up or we drop it. And if we keep it up, we make sure that those nukes stay locked away. And if we drop it, we get Tycho gets his dad back, possibly. And so I'm not sure if anybody's leaning any particular direction there. Well, I mean, I would like to see my dad again. I'm sure my mom would, too. But it sounds like, you know, he, he locked that place away for a reason. Yeah, and he was very adamant that he knew how it was going to be through the future. But that was an old recording. That was, a, you know, a glimmer of him at the time. And... Uh, the message that the distress call that was received did be very complicated to fake, is my understanding. And so maybe things are different. Like, there's, he's now being like, uh, hey, things are different now. Come get me. I think the easiest solution to all of this is if we can find a way to immediately uh, destroy or disable those nukes as soon the shield goes down. Because as long as they're gone, it doesn't matter if it down. Okay, yeah. so that takes me to the, how are we going to handle taking the shield down? Um, and yes, we need to get rid of the, the nukes. Option one, we, this is, okay, this is pretty, I'm just throwing it out there because it's an option. Um, we set them off in the way that they were originally going to go off, um, which would destroy Alter Earth, and that would be, you know, it, it's an option. It would make the nukes not be, you know, around anymore. <laughs> we also kill, kill Buck Samson and the entire planet. Well, and us as well, because they're like, <laughs> like ten well, times stronger than they should be. So, like, everything in that area is gone. Well, we well, could. Okay, so first thing. Buck Samsonite is already dead. Effective. The possibility that he is alive still there is kind of remote. And there are only two real uh, entities on that planet if, if my father is alive. It's him and that man. Everybody else on that planet is made of spirit stuff. 
So fair point. I think that plan could possibly work. Could. It would. It would basically go. We drop the shield, detonate the nukes, and then turn the shield back up. Theoretically, that would work. We also could drop the shield, land next to your dad, get him on the ship, launch the nukes, fly off in the ship. Um, but we would have to do that before Control is able to get whoever else they have gonna, that's going to make a play for these nukes once the shield's dropped. We'd have to be faster than them. We could get a message to your dad to start disabling. Oh, there was another option. That's we take the nukes for ourselves. We can hold everybody hostage and just be like, everybody calm the heck down. We'll nuke you. Have you seen The Rock? It's a movie that came out in 1996. That was very uh, recently. Yeah, that's why, that's why it's fresh in my mind. And totally not a movie that I memorized every line of in my youth. <laughs> but he takes the, the, the gist of that movie in case you plot summary goes thusly. Uh, he steals a bunch of missiles that have a gas in them that will kill a lot of people because it's a potent gas. And he threatens the government to give him some money so he can help out people that were abandoned in war. Um, it doesn't really go his way, but I think we'll have a better chance if we, if we do it. Well, see, see that brings up the, the question, though. If you were in control of those uh, spirit nukes, as they were called... What would you demand, and who would you demand it from? Uh, the hand, the black hand. We'd have to find somebody that can represent them. Technocracy. Uh, isn't there like a council of deviants? We talk, get them, get get everybody yeah, we'll on just, the phone. We'll get everybody team. in the room and be like, "We're gonna <laughs> blow you up unless you." I'm not yeah. feeling this one so much. Well, I was just. Uh, his downfall in that movie was he wasn't willing to blow up one of those missiles and actually kill people. And so I wouldn't either, but somebody else would have to be like, all right, we're doing it, pushing the button. Uh, so yeah, that's probably not a good plan. Let's not do that. Uh, disabling them, either brute force via magic. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Um, Whoa! Via, via um, ranged... Uh, pulse widths uh, of a certain harmonic frequency. Or um, we can just take them apart. Maybe. Maybe we can just take them apart. If there was a way that we could create a, a field that was similar to... You guys remember Pandora where uh, we weren't allowed to use any of our uh, enhanced devices okay i'm following if we could create that pulse there the nukes would be disabled for a moment and then we could take our time to do dismantle them in a safer environment um i don't know i like that i like that idea uh or we can like we can set up some type of teleporter and just shove those nukes to Pandora, <laughs> and, and and hope they hope they uh, hope get they stay there. Apart. Yeah. What if we? I mean, ooh, uh, this, we just all... had a black hole created. We could launch the nukes into uh, the black hole that was created to hold the meat planet, and they just wouldn't go off for like a million years as they were just slowly inching their way towards the black hole. 
I don't know how long that flight is. If we could just literally hit, you know, retarget them and launch them off the planet. You know, the the deep umbra works in really weird ways. So, um, I'm sorry, deep space, deep space, uh, deep space works in really weird ways that we don't understand and capabilities of some reality deep back. Um, also, yeah, were I... we supposed to do something about the the black hand? Like, we knew about that before. That uh, Al- Alucard told us about it. Anybody remember that? Yeah, Alucard yeah. Uh, wanted us... Well, he basically told us to uh, report back to, te- to the technocracy what had happened uh, with the meat planet, and then the Black Hand was supposed to know from us talking to technocracy. I don't yeah. Yep. Yep. We have to. Um, we have yeah, to probably contact the Black Hand. Because, because the Black Hand, according to him, had infiltrated everything, and their stated goal is to eliminate vicissitude. And now that they theoretically know that Alucard is on that planet doing the ritual, they know to what send the entity there. Yeah, the piece of it that escaped. Yep. Okay. So we already know that about the Black Hand, but my father said something about it. I just, I can't quite remember what it was. Uh, the control has deemed them to be the ultimate enemy, and they're going to nuke Elsirium? Uh, Enoch. Uh, Enoch, Enoch. Uh, they're going to nuke Enoch, which is my understanding to be um, their realm. But that means that there's a realm we could go to. We could try to find a way to Enoch. Uh, if we want to talk to the Black Hand. I'm not sure why we would. It's just something that I realized. No, this is going back to the hostage scenario. We're not doing that, so never, never mind. <laughs> uh, can, uh, do we know what Enoch is? Or do we just know the word? The only explanations that you've kind of had at this point is that Enoch is some kind of... Um, some kind of umbral realm uh, in the, in, inside of the Dark Umbra. Um, so the land of the dead, which technocracy doesn't really have much information on and doesn't distribute a lot of information on because, you know, talking about how ghosts exist doesn't really fit in with the paradigm that they're trying to put out there. Um, that sounds very much like a place I don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as far as that's kind of the, the gist that you guys kind of got. But other than that, I would say you'd have to do some occult rolls if you wanted to get anything more than that. Difficulty of eight. I'll try that. I think we all have a dot in Wraith lore. So, intelligence occult? Wraith lore will also work. Yep. Intelligence occult, if you have Wraith lore, you could add it to your occult. Okay. Uno. Dos. Do I hear a trace? Cuanto. Cinco. Oh. Oh. Shit. <laughs> and Malachi, are you gonna be making an attempt? Uh, I am. I'm gonna l- try to look over, see if I got anything t- to help with the DP mod one at an eight. Nope. Just, just, uh, it's you know. Nope. <laughs> All right. So this is what um I'll give you is that 
um, since you guys are kind of going off of Wraith lore with this, um, for the level one, you basically, you just know that it's a, a, uh, umbral realm, uh, a shadow, um, or, a, you know, some kind of, uh, realm inside of the world of the dead. You guys do know a little bit about the world of the dead, but <clears throat> you don't, you don't really know much beyond that. At level two, though, or at two successes, I will give you that you, um, actually, since this is really just an occult role, I think I'll give everybody at level one that you know that it's the first city, right? So this is the first human city is Edoc, and are, uh, is anybody here not familiar with the story of the, the first city? Uh, I can quickly become familiar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh... There, I mean, basically, there's this, like, the um, in, in World of Darkness lore, the concept is that there was this first city of humans that that, uh, that the humans ended up making, and um, once or after, uh, you know, a bunch of other shit had kind of happened, but basically, when the first city, after they got uh, exiled from the garden, the vampires came in and kind of controlled that entire city. Um, and I, I want to say that the first city got swept underneath the sea. Let me double check that real quick here. Because, deluge? Yeah, that's the, the antediluvians are before, before the great flood is what antediluvian yeah, is. Yeah, it sounds like Enoch was, uh, Cain ruled it until the great flood. Right. So when the great flood happened, the city kind of got destroyed, um, and at two dots, what you understand, uh, or two successes, I'll say that is that you would understand that after it got destroyed, it got brought into the, the city, you know, into the world of the dead and created its own realm inside of the world of the dead. Um, so, but you do know that it has like a connection to vampires, basically. And, yeah. and the bi biblical first city. I mean, we've got ourselves a vampire right <laughs> yeah where did we get that one uh, it's on the ship but uh that was the one that was already incapacitated that uh the one dude um oh yeah deep in the doctor dr big o yeah he kidnapped uh kid it was just a, a diff another time that robert was kidnapped you know <laughs> Yeah, the day before we had the party where we were trying to... It was during the race. Yep. Yeah. It, I'm surprised that it took... The race was the last thing that I remembered. <laughs> um, and so we could... we could. How hard do you think it is to interrogate a vampire? Uh, they're, they're dangerous because they... Well, and from my perspective, they're dangerous because of the unknowns. I know enough about them that I know I don't know everything. And uh, they can, if they surprise us with an inability. Oh, yeah, no, I, I'm absolutely terrified. Uh, I mean, well, shit, even, is this, whatever. The fact that they actually are real is still slightly terrifying. We only learned that a couple uh -huh. months ago. Or I only learned it a couple months ago. But right there uh, with you. Yeah, so if we, we could try, well, okay, so the Enoch, or Enoch and the vampires... And the black hand. That's one side of this. Control is another. And then we still have um, the sphere, which is kind of just in the middle of it. Well, and it's slightly adjacent. Uh, should we try to 
get a message in? Would that be? Do you think that's possible? Or are we going to have to drop it before we contact Buck, uh, Mister Samsonite? How is um, he able, able to get a message out anyway? He, he was pretty powerful to set the whole thing up, but that, I mean, that's what—that's kind of what I'm thinking that we might be able to get get a, a short burst back in. Sorry, I feel like I might have missed something. I was having some technical the past minute or so. So that is a good question. Nobody does know how the signal got out. And as far as you understand, there would be no way to get the signal in. However, going crazy on some advanced techno science and, and building up shit ton of successes and, and techno babbling your way into some kind of thing that you want to do might work. And that's maybe what his father did. All right. So I got I got an idea. We're gonna. It's gonna take. I'm looking at this from the power perspective because that's that's my that's my that's my jam. Uh, we go to one of the nodes, you know, the next node, wherever they try to send us, and then we try to modulate the power going out of the node to the sphere in such a way that maybe we can get like a Morse code or some kind of you know harmonic uh, feedback that uh, that might be able to produce some kind of um, recognizable signal. I would say that the quickest guarantee to getting a signal in, if that's the route we're going to take, uh, it's it's time to phone a friend. Um, either we talk with Tycho's mom or uh, someone else who has a tech savvy uh, background to decipher the channel that he used to get in and then replicate that. Uh, yeah, who is that lady that lived on the junk planet? Was she? Do you think that she would be the right kind of powerful? <laughs> That's Maxie. Maxie, yeah. Is she the right kind of powerful, or is she not that friendly with us? <clears throat> I mean, Maxie's we... pretty friendly. I think she. Uh, I just can never tell. It seems like she always knows a little too much, so it worries me. I mean, we should tell Tycho's or Tycho should go have a conversation with his mother, um, purely on the idea of letting her know. That hey, we're trying to get dad back. Um, and I saw him and you know, see if she's got any kind of insight. Uh, and then if I guess it's a toss up do we go, we try to play the technocracy and hope that they don't hope control doesn't realize what we're doing? Um, you know, and the fact that we're not just bootlicking to open this thing up for well, them, but we're actually trying to. I mean, they're literally sending us to turn these things off theoretically, so. It's, yeah, in, in my my time in military, just... it is not appropriate for us to be questioning why we're turning these off. We're supposed to go and do it. Uh, but yeah. you know, well, the other the other thing that we've kind of established here is that the reason they're sending me because the defense mechanisms turn off with my presence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, they literally have no other recourse. Um, and, in fact, I, I'm assuming that our mission report this time detailed, like, we couldn't get through the defenses. And that's why we didn't turn that one on. Yep. That was, that was the plan. Yeah, and, yes. Um, we're going to keep so, I mean, I, I, like, uh, I like Malachi's plan. So we go back to the same place because we can't get to it. We tell them 
we've got a plan and then we interface with it in order to try and send my father a message right yeah uh what would that message be is that message going to be hey start dismantling the nukes um hey well (laughs) i I think it would it would have to be more a question because because the uncertainty here is whether or not my father actually sent a message oh yeah you gotta send a message i would say it's twofold did he actually send the message and does he actually want you to rescue him yeah yep yes it'll, it'll come from up to date buck samsonite not 20 year old buck samsonite that uh yeah, that because there's a possibility message. at this point that control faked the message it's the slim yeah. but yeah it is it, you'd think somebody would would notice it maybe your mom would be able to tell if it's actually so, real Here's here's what I would have to say. Uh, then, have your mom write the message in a way that only Buck would understand. Asking, yeah, does he like, want to be rescued? Yeah, using like phrases that only they would know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I watched that's... Hackers last night, and there's a line <laughs> from it. I left it in that place. I left that thing that one time. Ah, uh, yep. I left it in the place I put that thing that one time. Click. (laughs) I'll always know where that is. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a brilliant, a brilliant uh, addition of having his mom. Because she has a better chance of writing an actual proper message for him to remember than you from your childhood. There's also... I could also try... Oh, I was going to say I could try to... uh, I've been kind of working on this idea of a, a kind of new type of encryption based on uh, the pattern of the brainwaves of the the recipient and reader and stuff. So we could try finagling some of that to see if it works as well. Be a great test uh, test case for it. I mean, we right. test it out beforehand between us to make sure it works. But if it works, we we could totally use it. Uh, what's what's the point of it? Uh, it's like another layer of encryption that basically it it kind of uses the, the the everyone has kind of an impact on you know the the quantum uh, layer around them based on how their conscious patterns you know emanate. So it it takes a pattern of that known it takes the known pattern and it compares to see whether the person that's trying to read the message or or like receive the message matches in a similar fashion. Otherwise, it just kind of corrupts whatever they're trying to read. Is this uh, for like email, or is this uh, for? I think I could our... adapt it to most to, to most things. Like uh, even our even our radio headsets that we we will use on mission. Ooh, ooh! I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, well, that's a great idea. My suit stat. Oh, also, I put hatches on my suit. To, that I can open up to, so in case we do wings again because that was a lot of fun. I've just built. I was I was thinking more just so that like no one could maybe intercept the message but to his father. But I like your idea more. That's well, uh, that's you know that's the engine the the drive of ingenuity. We uh we have to solve this problem and it turns out it's good for solving a lot of problems. Um, but yeah, I think that that's uh. 
And so Tycho needs to talk to his mom and see how she feels. She, she might not even help us. I don't, you know, I don't know her that well. Um, I know of her, I guess. But There's also the possibility that we need to look in and see, you know, what we can find out about Eve. Are we looking for the reason that uh, Control feels that they're a threat? Because if we can fix that, then Control won't want the nukes anymore. Though I have a feeling Control's always going to want the nukes. For There's always going to be some threat that's nuke-reasonable. Once you got I'm it. a fan of nuclear disarmament myself. The easiest way to disarm them is to blow them up. Um, but... but just the idea that they're not left out there for anyone to try and claim. Yeah, that's the reason I don't like like the idea of just sending them and flying them into the sun or something, because on on route somebody might just get real lucky and show up with their ship and get the right passcode, and then all of a sudden the missiles in their you know in their cargo bay and they're off to wherever. We could just like Dragon Ball them, where deactivate, dismantle, separate all the fucking pieces. Yeah. Um, uh, we could uh, also, if we don't want to kill all the spirits, depending on how much we can, if we could mount a evacuation, um, what is like 5 billion spirits? What kind of volume do they require in terms of a ship? Oh, five very five, interesting five, questions. <laughs> well, they're human. Full-on ghostbusters. <laughs> well, yeah. Do they, do they so, occupy space? Uh, Kind of, yes. I think. Because we could just, um, you know, shot back them all off and then just let them go into space so, later. We can detonate. So you're talking them. about the scenario where we blow up the bombs on the planet inside the shield? I, ideally, yeah. Uh, the, you know, the shield will be down at that point because we'll need to take it down to get there. But then, yeah, we detonate them in their so, silos. Uh, so it's one of those weird things where it's like... Um, so, like, if, if you go to one of the planets in deep space where, like, Jov exist, they're more the idea of entities, the manifestation of thought and understanding. Um, and currently, based on the information that we have, all the entities on that planet are manifestations of that one that went there. That planet was supposed to blow up as kind of a, a dark reflection of anxiety for war. It just didn't happen because that guy showed up. My dad theoretically put a shell around it to prevent control from getting those bombs. Did I get most of that right? Yeah. Yep. That uh... question. If. The Black Hand is trying to eliminate vicissitude, which, if I'm understanding correctly, is a bad thing to keep around. Why does Control consider the Black Hand the greatest threat? Because they're vampires. And they're under, be they're, under the, they're under the weird assumption that they rule the world when the technocracy heavy on the sarcasm, rules the world. You can't have two rulers. And they, they also might prove to be quite dangerous to the uh, um, paradigm that, the, that control has meticulously built. If all of a sudden, these vampires start yeah. running around. Okay, that's fair. 
There's, so are we doing a bad thing be... by assisting with getting rid of vicissitude? Well, so no, no, no vicissitude bad because it okay. affects people as well. There, there might be... I kind of need to get rid of vicissitude, so I need them to That's continue their job. <laughs> yeah, the the other like more strange and dark possibility is that there is a connection between control and this vicissitude. Because they were, I believe Alucard said vicissitude is somewhat um, sentient. Is that oh, right? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, that's because, um, yeah, we've had it talk, or I'm sorry, Pedro <laughs> described it talking. So the black yeah. hand is just trying to eliminate control, but they know it is vicissitude? <laughs> uh, that's an interesting question. That could, that there could. could be people involved who've got a lot more in them than is normal. Uh, it does, I mean, control uh, GM, what is our <laughs> what, what is our current understanding of control as characters? So the current understanding of control that you would have as characters... Well, let's find out uh, by giving this a solid roll, since we don't have a definitive answer um, as to yet on that. Um, but at the at the very least, you know that it's an entity that rules the technocracy. Um, but so let's do a roll and see um, who botches and completely thinks that control is like the um, just an old man who like Bill Gates, man. Windows. <laughs> Um, what is that? Uh, intelligence plus um, technocracy lore. Um, if you don't have technocracy lore, which you probably don't, um, which is always good to know your own lore sometimes, um, is uh, I would hard press to see. I'll, I'll say you can do a technology roll, um, but it's going to be difficulty eight. <laughs> Uh, I have one dot of childhood at the construct. Childhood at the construct, you can use that um, along with technology uh, or hyperscience, actually. Um, I would, can I would I, allow as well. Can I use investigation from back during my hunting modern days, uh, researching things like the technocracy? Sure. I'll let you uh, throw in a a little bit of investigation there, difficulty of eight. I rolled basic uh, technology, and uh, I had one <laughs> success. Well, I think it's Tycho who's going to be coming out here with really a good understanding. Malachi, <laughs> um, Robert, and... Uh, well, Malachi and Robert, you both... The basis is that you... You know, it's it's some kind of AI that basically runs the technocracy. As that's, that's as far as you really understand. Um, Phaedra, you have a little bit more, um, Phaedra understands that, you know, it, it's possible that there's, um, it's not really an AI, it's more of an entity, um, and it exists out in deep, uh, space and really might not even be, you know, like, it, it is, it is something that is kind of like an AI, but, you know, has different kind of origins and, and an entity and is definitely not like your concept of what an AI is. Um, 
And then Tycho, you understand that it used to be a council of like seven or, or something like that, like one for each one of the, the conventions. And then they all like meshed themselves together to form this like crazy technological AI entity that exists in, in outer space that, uh, you know, has run the computations as to how best lead humanity into the future. So you would, I mean, with, with my basic understanding of control, it would be really weird for it to be controlled by some type of thing that controls vampires. When he just said a bunch of people that smushed themselves together, what does that make you think oh, of? Well, yeah. Vicissitude. I mean, but then they also might just be, exist inside a computer. I don't know. So. <laughs> jars but if a bunch of people that had vicissitude became control is what i'm wondering like like what if there was someone corrupted by vicissitude that was part of what became control uh, what if the meat planet is control <laughs> oh no never mind no that's dumb or is it <laughs> and if they're not and it's oh sorry uh i was thinking of uh ais and how it might just change the number of significant different di digits to then make uh um rounding errors that result in wanting to control vicissitude but if one of them had it and was smushed into it we're pretty confident that it's uh, vicissitude is an agent of the worm. Yes, yeah, pretty pretty confident in that. But once again, all of that just came from a vampire. You have not checked with other sources. Uh, you also have some werewolf lore that came from um, Tycho, I believe, kind of ver or not verified, but soul eater sounds very similar to the concepts. And when he talked about the uh, the vampire, talked about how they're uh, about the, the eater of souls that was destroyed by the, the werewolf tribe and, and Tycho, you know, confirmed that was true. Um, so the, the vampire believes that there's a connection to the worm um, and Tycho also can verify that to a certain degree. Can we set up a meeting with control and some worm detecting vampires? Not vampires, werewolves. Do you think that that would... Never mind. No. <laughs> Could be setting up a meeting with control is already impossible. Getting werewolves to meet control double. Uh, but I can probably go talk to my mom. She might have more insight into uh, into control as well. But yeah, um, I think that we move forward with the coded message plan at the next you know, wherever they send us, wherever it sends us next. I keep thinking of control as a group of people, like the name of the board of regents, but uh, it's it's an it, not a they. I mean, it could be a they, I don't know. But Oh, and uh, um, Robert, did you get the uh, message I sent you? I don't believe so. No, uh, I did. Okay. Secret tunnel. So are we splitting up? 
to do stuff. Uh, Tycho needs so. to talk to his mom. What uh, What do we need to do? I want to do research experiments. Uh, anything I could help you with? Um, I mean, if you want to like help fortify my apartment while I'm doing my research, I can Ooh. do that. I recently got uh, uh, I recently got a new method for interpreting. Uh, um, harmonic. I got forces three, so I will go around and reinforce your apartment for forces and prime. Sweet. I'll happily. I'll put a couple and, of successes in that. Yeah, and if I need a guinea pig, you'll be right here. Appreciate it. As long as it goes as as awesomely as those wings did, I'm on board. You got me up up for these. Once I get a bad experience with your experiments, then uh, that might change. But right now, I'm all for it. Okay, duly noted. So, did I hear right then that we're going to get a message going with hopefully help from Tycho's mom, and then we're going back and basically disabling the shield and trying to dismantle the nuke, or waiting for a response? I missed that part. Sorry. Uh, We're going to go to a node and then try to send the message, and then hopefully we get a response. And, uh, yeah, the plan is to, I think the plan right now, although it's a really, it's really, it's really still in the the writer's room is, uh, to drop the shield and with intention, take out the nukes, um, as efficiently as possible. Um, although that method is still up for debate. I think getting a a message is going to be a good starting point. Uh, the question is if we want to go to the dream node, which we could get to pretty quickly, because you know we could go right there. We've been there already. Um, or if we want to wait until the next mission, and so we can keep control in the dark as to what we're that we're investigating them basically. Uh, it and uh, um, you know we just do the next mission as they would expect us to. I mean, I'm fine with either one. Uh, it's it's we may want to be light with that just because it's possible that your mom is going to betray us and and tell control what we're up to but uh that's just again my slight paranoia that i have all the time malachi well you know i was about to defend her but you know no he's right we don't know not for sure i do trust you to feel it out as you go don't get hoodwinked by your mom if she was going to turn us into control, she would have done it like six or seven missions ago. She yeah. had plenty yeah. of times to screw yeah. us over. We don't know that I mean, she did. Is that control She's in some that... secret cabal with a bunch of reality. Ah, that's true. Yeah, she's probably not. That, that's, a good, that's a good check mark in her favor. But she could have turned us in you know, six missions ago. Too? Oh, it could be. She uh... saved us <laughs> from being trapped in the future. I'm good with Tycho's mom. I am just saying it's completely possible that she was ordered to do that via control to because we're needed to undo the shield. Or I'm sorry, Tycho is needed. We're not. Tycho is needed to undo the shield. <laughs> um, and so it could have been uh, the control all along. It was control all along. Um, but it, it, uh, it is all control. Everything is control. It's it's it predicted everything. We have to do something that's so random it could never predict it. I slap Robert. 
butterflies, man. <laughs> I ask you how you thought that would in any way improve our progress towards our goal. I don't know. I'm spinning out. I'm going to go talk to my mom. Sorry, I slapped you. <laughs> yeah. You put a patch um, on your cheek, Robert. <laughs> I just sit down dejectedly. <laughs> I didn't say on the face. I didn't either. Uh, I'm going to start walking around with my uh, tricorder-esque device and and do some scans and find (laughs) weak spots. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep distance so I don't get slapped. I am going to uh, dig into doing some final checks on like a dry run of this uh, encryption that I've hopefully worked out in theory. All right. Um, so let's just kind of do a round here. Um, Tycho, you said that you wanted to go talk to your mother. So we'll go ahead and, and start there. Yes. Um, I'm guessing you're talking to her at home? Uh, yeah, probably don't want to do it at the construct. So your mom arrives at home at like about 2 a.m. in the morning. Um, getting off of work. And, uh, um, did you, like, let her know ahead of time that you wanted to talk to her? Or are you, like, ambushing her in the middle of the dark, like, you know, a swivel chair? Mother. (laughs) Jeez, I don't know how I would do it. Um, see, it's 19. She would probably have a pretty good cable package. Uh, I'll just be, uh, I'll just be watching TV. I still live at home, so that's fine. I'm just there. Okay, so you hear oh, your mother like... come in, and she's uh, in in the kitchen, uh, you know, grabbing a bite to eat. So I'll just I'll just go in there, uh, and just be like, "So, mom, do you do you know about the the mission we just came back from? Did the general maybe tell you about it?" Um, uh, no, I know, I know that you guys are working directly for, uh. You know, I know, I know. You know the general gist of what you guys, because out of game, I believe that she, you guys have already told her because I remember there was a there was an interaction between you and her at one point about your dad going missing already. So she does know about the missing dad, uh, but she doesn't know. Uh, but she says, "I just know that you guys have been, you know, trying to find um, your father, and and I, I hope that you are able to accomplish that." Well, yeah. Um... So, are you aware that we're getting these missions directly from control? To a small degree. I know that it's not showing up on any mission reports anywhere. You probably know that the mission that he was sent on, in which he disappeared, was also directly from control. I had my suspicions. Uh, anyway. So the last place we went um, looks like. So I'll uh, I'll just tell her about the Alter Earth planet, the Shield, um, and then about the the Meat Planet briefly. Um, shut that one down. Then dreaming, blah blah blah. Uh, he left a message. 
Control ascending because I'm the only one he Interesting. She like she like takes all of this in and like at the end of it she kinda just looks at you and goes, Do you have that thumb drive? The one that I gave you in the future. Yeah. You go get that. I just pull it out of my <clears throat> She like uh presses like some things on the uh the countertop and a computer screen kind of pops open and there's like a little slot for USB. Yeah, She's kind of like sticks it in. Computer, that. stop. <laughs> <laughs> Control is rising up. <laughs> the, <clears throat> she sticks the USB um, into the slot and starts typing away at real quick on like a holographic uh, keyboard that kind of pops up. And she like enters into a few things here. And she says, interesting. Um, and she like slides up a few things here and there. Um, and it looks like just a bunch of garbly gook to you. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, and she seems to be accessing things in ways that just don't make any sense whatsoever to you. Um, after a little while, she like closes it down and hands the, the drive back over to you. And she says, um, I can tell you what happened in the future regarding this, but it's only that future that existed in a parallel universe that has differences. I can tell you from what I've researched just into what I've seen there, there are definite differences between our universe and the universe that existed in this weird state that you guys were able to to somehow breach into okay um you gonna tell me from my understanding is that in that reality they were able to get a hold of the nukes and that they oh. were able to or that control was able to get a hold of the nukes um and used it to uh, destroy Enoch. From my what I'm what I'm reading here is that that, along with some other events that took place, trigger the end of um, end of umbra or uh, end of space travel, basically. And locks out a lot of causes a, a many powerful um, beings to be destroyed, and the world kind of goes into chaos after that. It seems um, there isn't a lot of information as to what exactly happened pertaining to anything other than th this seems to. From what I'm seeing here, is that if you follow this path, it's possible you'll just follow the same path of what happens in the other world anyways. So control can't or will end up like that? Well, it won't be any... I mean, there will be... It's not necessarily that it's these nukes caused this. It's just the same thing, you know, the, the use of them happened in the other world and it didn't save the world. So the, the answer is definitely not dropping the nukes per, all by itself. It might be a combination of needing more than that. Um, unfortunately, your mother spent 
or I spent most of my time trying to research into how to get you back rather than researching into directly how to uh, prevent what was happening. Well, at this point, we still have a chance. What do you know about Eden? Um, not really familiar with it. Um, I know it in the biblical sense of the first city. You don't know why Control would want to destroy it? Why they would basically the most powerful well, things ever created out of space? I mean, if from what you kind of told me, um, Enoch sounds like it's probably the headquarters of this Black Hand. And they're looking to wipe out this headquarters. Um, there's, you know, but I've I've never heard of the Black Hand or anything about vicissitude or, you know, I, basically I'm learning all of this from you now. And I don't see anything inside of the reports that talk about any of this besides that, that, you know, inside of the reports that I have here is just basically that there was, that the shield was taken down still and that there was, you know, an enemy of the, uh, well, I guess that she learned a little bit about the black hand and about Enoch and what, what was going on with her husband, um, and he didn't end up coming back even after the nukes were retrieved in that timeline. But it doesn't look so, like there's anything other than it was, you know, just a, a tactical attack that happened, and it coincides with when the world went upside down, basically, and all hell broke loose. So, we have a plan. The control is still sending us to shut down. We, uh, we think we might be able to interface with one rather than turn it off. We might be able to get a message. But we don't know if he's still alive. Is there any... Is there anything that... You know what? Never mind. I think I've got it. She, like, raises an eyebrow and then says, Okay, well, if you need any help, just let me know. I do still remember him. There's, there's one thing. I thought you were going to get a coded message from her. Well, he doesn't care about I mean, that. otherwise, yeah, no, it I, sounds like I she has wanna, an idea. <laughs> I, did, I didn't want to throw that responsibility on Josh, and also I want to come up with that's cry. Aww. Um, all right. Um, so we will, uh, I think, go on from there and go to uh, Phaedra. Oh, wait. Uh, yep. No, I got one more thing. Yep. Um, so my mother is on that Freaky Deacon Council, so I'm just going to ask her: Is there anybody that you could put us in contact with? We can we can meet him out, friggin' deep space. That would know. I think he broke up there at the end. He said that that would know anything about this stuff. Um. I tell you what, I can uh, I can set up a meeting, possibly with uh, with somebody. I'll 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 let you know. I ha I have some ideas. I'll let you know as soon as I can verify. All right, all right, I'm done. All right, cool. <clears throat> um, Phaedra, 
Um, you said that you wanted to do some research and uh, fortifying of your house. Yeah. Uh, what uh, do you want to research into? So, I have a vampire, right? <laughs> uh, I want... I might not be able to do it just by myself. Is Robert still here? Uh, yeah. You want to... You want to help dive into the mind and, and life patterns of someone who's sleeping? Is this a an undead someone who's sleeping? Possibly. Hell yeah. As long as he stays sleeping. Oh yeah, I got I got plenty of things to keep him knocked out. Yeah, uh, I want to gather as much information and. Uh, that we can from him, whether it be who he is, what what he does, does he know anything about the Black Hand? Also, like, what is his abilities? Can those be replicated? All those wonderful things. Um. All right. Uh. So let's have you go ahead and make a um. Let's see here. So you're basically going to be experimenting on on the vampire itself. Yes. Well, now when you say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I'm sorry, I, I, it cut out a little bit for me when I went to go get a drink, and I got too far away. Can you go over it one more time? Sorry. So yeah, uh, I'm going to do live scans and blood samples, and then also a mental scan, and then also with the help of Robert, dive deeper into his mind uh, to gather information on who he is, who this guy is. I'm even uh, kind of thinking about trying to go so far as to maybe just get some random memories to replay and just see if we can glean some cool stuff. Yes. All right. So give me give me the breakdown of what's 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 this uh what does this look like? Are you guys having him on like a bed that you've put all these like electro node thingies on him and stuff like that and it's feeding into like a computer or are you like, you know, putting him in a white room with lasers that are like scanning him? like what what's what's the uh I I would definitely prefer to be in a different room uh when we're actually doing all this if we can make that happen. Do you want to Transport him to my apartment and do it here and just grab some equipment or do you want to stay on the ship? Well, it's a great question. It's like I got him hooked up to a bunch of wonderful goodies on the ship. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm still a little unclear on how much the technocracy knows about the fact that we have him on the ship. They don't know. Okay. Is you you trust uh, everyone and everything there? Worst that... case scenario, the vampire wakes up. He slaughters everyone on the ship for us anyway, and we're all we'll de- be dead. <laughs> so it won't even matter. <laughs> all right. Uh, ethical discussion aside, we'll save that for later because we don't have time. I think that the ship is more well equipped, and I like the idea of being remote. Yes, I'm good with that. And if it's stored there and they don't know, I mean, that's about all I can ask for. 
do you want me to to accompany you to the ship? Possibly I mean, if you want to fortify the apartment or come to the ship, it's up to you. Well, it's, uh, uh, from my perspective, um, I kind of want to be, in case he does wake up and start slaughtering, um, it's not going to look good if I don't die with you guys. So, uh, <laughs> Like where your head's at. Yeah. That way, only Tycho is the one who's like, y'all brought a vampire on the shit? But he's got to answer the questions, the tough questions. But uh, yeah, I basically would, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be fine, and the ship is um, outfitted, and you've had a lot of time to prepare it, but I would like to, in case it does pop up, just put it back down real quick. Sweet. If I got some spare time, I could probably, uh, I don't know if I have the ability yet, but maybe I could uh, make you some permanent wings that you could just regrow when you want them. <laughs> that is going to be a great way of getting me paradox constantly. <laughs> like, I put out my wings. It's like, oh, they start on fire, and also you're on fire. Uh, it's like a, it's wings, like a yeah. fun little Russian roulette game of like, you get wings, but what else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to turn it down. Uh, you know, maybe not even permanent. Just you know, last for a while or something. I can prep for a mission with because uh, I know permanent is like takes a lot more. Than that. I can just make you a belt of EpiPens. Just... Make sure that it doesn't accidentally get used in an actual EpiPen emergency. It's like, I got stung by a bee. Slam. Why do you have wings now? <laughs> uh, uh, I do like the idea, though. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quickly shoot Tycho an email and let him know that we're going to be at the ship. Just, All right. just to be nice. <laughs> so you guys arrive on the spaceship. You guys kind of get set up. Uh, there's already like, a, you know, the guy's already in a bed and everything like that. And um, all the techno devices and councils and shit are all lighting up and getting you tons of readings and stuff. Um, I believe that you also get an enhanced uh, one in life while you're here. I think... Was it plus one or plus two? Let me check. It was plus one. Um, yeah, it was plus one. I got plus one on mind, which I totally forgot about uh, until now. So I'm wondering if we can run. Uh, are we able to sync up our labs? Do, do you have a? Do we have this all hooked up on the ship where we can like share data between our labs? That I could go work in my lab, or am I? Working in hers or mine? Um, I could set something up. I would say no? that you would have to pick one or the other room. Okay, that's fair. I I was kind of agreeing with that, but I had to ask. Yeah, no, uh, it was. I had to think about it for a second, but uh, not 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 immediately. You might be able to figure out something in the future to okay. put them together. Yeah, in that case, I'm gonna kind of like jury rig up some stuff with with the with what I have available from her lab and try to get some good like ooh how out is this vampire he's pretty out like you don't get any kind of uh signal coming from him Can we mentally get, like, or or physically he's not even direct... in a dream state oh wow um all right i'm thinking direct stimulation of the brain are you ready to 
tap into a vampire's skull? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> we going in together? <laughs> you don't have robots to do this? Come on. <laughs> you remember the last time we accidentally touched minds together? No, I just mean like, oh man, I hope it doesn't go that far. Uh, oh man, now you got me on this idea. I wonder if I could like get some connection in there and try to almost like rig up a, a VR goggle set to just like experience some of his memories randomly. Oh. Uh, well, I'm going to make a uh, a prime claymore to destroy this entire section of the ship in case it does get out. Um, and I'm so, going to run back to my lab and try to whip up that thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'll start my scans. Well, All right. Well, I want both of you to, uh, we're going to have you guys kind of combine your roles here. Um, so Robert and Phaedra both do, um, I'll allow you to lower your difficulties um, by doing a um, medicine plus intelligence um difficulty base will be um you're going to be using a level three sphere um it'll be coincidental because of where you guys are doing it so we're going to say base difficulty is six um and because i'm going to give this a little bit harder because of this is is being done on like a supernatural kind of creature um, and it's in this weird torpor state that you're not even getting braid wave signals off of it or anything like that. I'm going to up the difficulty another two to put it at a, a difficulty of eight. Base is six. The highest it can be is nine. The lowest it can be is three. Um, currently, it is at difficulty eight. Roll however you like. Um, you can you can forego the ability checks to do straight up arate rolls. Um, if you fail or botch on the Ability roll, I consider that for uh, part of the magic rolls because I like to see magic botches more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got four successes. All right. Uh, wow. Um, so your difficulty then, you have to use one in order to succeed. All the rest of them lower your difficulty. Um, so you have a difficulty of three and... Um, or no, you have a difficulty of uh, five. And you said it's difficulty of eight for the intelligence medicine as well? Uh, difficulty of... Uh, I didn't say, um, but you guys rolled as if I it didn't was roll eight. yet, did I? Yeah, you, or did you do Robert action? Was that you? No, nope, uh, I think that, that was, was uh, eight of one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, so uh, I am going to go with the difficulty of eight on the, on the action roll. Yeah! All right, so Robert, uh, you can try again next turn at a difficulty <laughs> of um, the the magic roll difficulty. The intelligence action roll will still be an eight, um, but the uh, magic roll will be now a difficulty of nine. Um, so our uh, Phaedra, though, go ahead and roll at, oh, you got four successes, so that would be a difficulty of five. Uh, does the plus one uh, add as well to the Arote or, or no? No, not to the Arote, just to the okay. or to the life effect that you can do level sphere. I'm going to spend a willpower just in case. 
Okay. All right. So we have uh, still a solid three successes on that. Um, and Robert, I'm going to have you try again here real quick and see kind of going on to the next one. So it'll be difficulty of nine for the Arate rule, difficulty of eight for the action rule to lower difficulty. You can always then we'll for the for the action role can i substitute intelligence and either computer or technology as i'm focusing on the vr memory interpretation aspect absolutely <laughs> one <laughs> one success so i'm back down to eight well two successes <laughs> two successes tens is two for me so yeah, but two ones. Oh, yes, but you got an eight, a nine, and two ten, or in a ten. So you had four successes. Oh, yeah, successes. okay, yep, 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 yep. All right, so I'm two successes, two so I'm down to a seven. Uh, yep, and then you can always spend quiescence to lower the difficulty as well. Um, the lowest the difficulty, or you can spend up to your arte in, uh, or avatar, sorry, in, or sorry, genius. In, <laughs> um, a quiescence per action okay magical action or, oh i'm sorry advanced science uh, using the primal energies of the universe and i just said i was at what seven? Oh man yeah i'm gonna spend one quintessence and a willpower okay well two successes and uh, with a total of five successes, I'm going to say that you guys are able to uh, get into the mind of um, this vampire that you, you have here. Well, this shouldn't be terrifying or anything. So <laughs> when you guys uh, uh, drop into the mind of this vampire, the first thing that happens is that you guys kind of wake up and there is nothing around you whatsoever. There's just a, a complete black nothingness that you see inside of here. And then there's a huge explosion that just seems like you, you're just like, what the hell is that? And after the, 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 the sky kind of fills with, with just pure white and it starts fading away, you kind of see that you're on, like, primitive Earth. Um, and we're going to kind of put it at a, a little cliffhanger there, and we're going to go to break here. And uh, I will go through and tell you uh, what you kind of see, and we're going to have a, a little bit of a, a, a run here on uh, going through this vampire's brain. This is, uh, is going to be oh, interesting. No. This... The, to tell you the truth, I did not think you guys were going to do this. This is going to be really crazy. So, <laughs> well, stay tuned. We do. Stay tuned because you just got to see the big bang, and that's what you just saw. So that's a little pre preview. Of what the fuck's going into this vampire's brain that you just jumped? Into. Who the hell do we have? <laughs> Um, we have an antediluvian. Fast forward. Is there a fast forward button? <laughs> fast forward. Fast forward. All right. We're, we will be mind melded, and now we're gonna experience all of time together. 
it, it does uh, seem before. very familiar where you're at. It looks a lot like Pangea where, where you guys were before. So uh, before they went under, I'm I'm going to ask Phaedra. Can I touch it? The vampire that's knocked out. I mean, sure. <laughs> we just drilled into its skull. I'm pretty sure you can do whatever <laughs> <Okay>. you want. <laughs> All right. I just wanted the feel if it's got a pulse. It does not have a pulse. It's a vampire. Of course it doesn't. <laughs> well, I see. Okay. I didn't know if they did or not, and I was going to utilize that like to try to read if it's waking I just, up or not. I just pointed the EKG. Yeah, give me a pointer. It's like, if these, if these lines start bouncing above this point, shoot it in the head. You know, because if it was wide awake, it um, would still be flat. <laughs> but, but he does have a good point: is that you probably did give him a monitor activity. for brainwave activity, and you do see their signatures inside, like what what they told you would be their signatures inside of his brainwave activity now, and his brainwave does now have activity. Um, okay. And it's just low but it level. it needs to. Is it, is it, yeah, <laughs> is it well below theirs, or is it, uh, like, similar to theirs? Uh, right, uh, currently. Yeah, it's sure very, very, it's very odd. It's one of those, like, um, it, it seems like it spikes every once in a while, but then it goes back to, to nearly just, you know, kind of just a small amount of activity. Um, uh, but there's, like, these huge spikes that happen that just kind of, even the monitor seems to short out for a second. Oh, you think? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another. Uh, well, welcome back to Technogate 1999. Um, and uh, we, where we left last, our heroes, we had Phaedra and Robert were diving into the mind of a Melkavian. Although they didn't know about that until after this, you know, we went on break and then I informed them. So now, now you get to know, though, because I kind of let the, the goose out of the bag. Um, so what you guys kind of saw was like an explosion last thing that you kind of saw and you guys kind of ended up on primordial earth. And what you see right now is a bunch of angels in the sky. You know, the, the, the whole like, you know, feathers and, and winged humanoids kind of going about and you see them like constructing a crazy beautiful scene like you've never like it just touches your soul it's it, you're not seeing it or smelling it or hearing it you're you're experiencing what they're kind of putting out there and it's like this just beautiful nature scene of the sun coming up at the perfect time with the clouds hitting everything right the beautiful colors and a rainbow and birds are just flying about in a, in a beautiful flock-like formation around two humans and that are naked, that are, you know, just kind of looking around, not even paying attention to, like, what's going on at all. One of uh, the, the man grabs a, one of the birds as it flies by in this beautiful, perfect formation, completely destroying the scenery by grabbing onto the bird and just biting its head off. You see, uh, yeah, no, go ahead. <laughs> you see, all of the the angels kind of looked out on this in horror, and then just kind of fade away. And as you guys kind of see this all kind of happen before you, you know, you kind of are now unentranced. And 
you also see before you you're kind of in this like open woods area and like a hill kind of overlooking all of this beautiful scenery and the two humans are about uh maybe a mile down you can barely make them out at this point or not a mile maybe like a quarter mile away right now down the hill and that's where you can kind of see them doing you know where they bit the head off of a bird um <clears throat> In this clearing, though, you also see there's a, a uh, the vampire that you had jumped into, his long blonde hair, um, he's, you know, kind of flipping through a, a book he's got on, like, a long trench coat, um, he has a uh, cowboy hat on, and he's flipping through this giant book that looks like it has, like, maybe... 5,000 pages like it's just like this it's it's unbelievable that he's even holding on to it at this point I just turn and look at Phaedra like what the hell I mean I got nothing to add <laughs> this, this is a roller coaster <laughs> I kind of like subtly point towards the couple and then, like, like with a questioning look, and then I kind of like point towards the guy with the book with like a questioning look. Like, do we go to them? Do we maybe go look at him? We go to the man with the book. Also, like, I grab a notepad and a pencil. <laughs> a notepad and a pencil uh, seems to peer out of nowhere into your hand, and you can start writing down stuff. Um, <laughs> As you approach the man with the book, as he's like, he seems to be at like the beginning of the book. And he says, And the angels created a scenery that own, that the humans had no appreciation for. And he kind of like writes that down. Um, he kind of like looks over at you and he's like, Oh, what are you doing here? Uh, hi. Oh, hello. I'm Robert. You I'm, are. I'm Kyle. Who's that? Hi, Kyle. He points at Phaedra. Hi, I'm Phaedra. <laughs> oh, hello, Phaedra. Are you guys here to help me document all of history? Not exactly. Yes, in a way. I like her answer. <laughs> all right, let's go with her. <laughs> <laughs> Well, come with me. I'm going to jump ahead here. I got some I got some things that I wanted to take a look at here. I just was going back to the beginning for a little while here. Come with me. And he, he, he like walks uh, into the woods. Adam, we going to follow? Yeah, follow. I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm still kind of thinking that this is just, yeah, it's a pretty chill VR thing. I mean, he's interacting with us, which is weird. It, it could just be that he might be the consciousness of this individual. I didn't really plan on... This was supposed to be like a read-only type thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the full access, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, so you guys head into the woods after him, and when you guys head into the woods, there's like a, a thick fog that kind of comes up and then kind of goes away as you walk through, and um, our... Uh, you guys come out, come out to like a a little small isthmus. Um, you're back in Madison. Um, you can see it's similar. You know, you you recognize like Lake Mendota, 
and and the picnic point area that you are at right now but it's all ancient uh or well not ancient but it, it looks you know there is no uh civilization here the city isn't here uh you know it's all wilderness and what you see before you is a coven of three witches who are um you know doing their blood magic rituals um with you know the the uh entrails of some uh local like wildlife like a deer um and they seem to be conducting some kind of ritual um the the man in the uh with the book kind of continues to, or Kyle continues to walk down um around this and kind of do starts documenting going hmm hmm oh so this was the first ritual that the the verbena did in Madison in order to capture picnic point i kind of follow close behind and i ask him so you say you're documenting all of history oh yes 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 it is my it is my job to understand what has happened before so i can better understand what has happened what will happen what will come to happen the end is nigh my friend and i must find out how we can save the world oh who gave you that role no oh, of course melkiv did who uh melkiv you don't know melkiv well, you you probably wouldn't know Melkiv. He's a good guy, though. How how long have you been doing this? Oh, I don't know. Forever. That makes sense. Okay. I think we're kind of after the same thing. Oddly enough. Um, oh, we're also kind of looking at the fact that the end of the world is nigh, and we don't really want that to happen either. Well then, come with me. Let let us learn about history. And he like he walks off into the woods again. <laughs> so this is going well. I forgot that talking with a Malkavian is different from learning from a Malkavian. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't getting anything from him if we can't, you know. This With is so one hard. dot in Vampire Lord, do I know that Malkavians are insane? Or do I know of anything about Malkov? Um, go ahead and make a Vampire Lore check difficulty of 8. Uh, intelligence vampire lore? Intelligence, intelligence vampire. vampire Lore. Can I just do Intelligence Occult? Uh, yeah, difficulty of 9. Ooh, Phaedro, difficulty of 9, you got 2 successes. Oh, eight, 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 <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and solid three successes. So yeah, you, uh, I would say Phaedra, you know, uh, you would kind of connect this to it's this guy's maybe a Malkavian. Um, and you also know that, uh, um, you know that Malkavians are possibly insane, um, and well, are well known for having medical, uh, mental. Uh, problems um, kind of tied to their clan. Um, Robert, you know that they're also um, there is some lore about Malkavians being prophets. Yeah, I uh, 
I think we actually have to play along with this one. Are, are you in for that? I mean, of course I am. But my of problem you is are. we have a set of questions that we need answers for. And we can't get them if... <laughs> if no, I, 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 I don't know if we're going to get any answers to anything we want to ask. But we might just get answers to things we haven't thought to ask. Yeah, and I'm okay with this ride. I'm just yeah. kind of guilty that we're I we're not gonna get what we want. <laughs> eh. Sometimes maybe what we want isn't what we need. Eh? Okay, Mr. Life's box chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth a shot. It worked on Malachi when we were in that dreaming place. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright, let's go follow along, I guess. All right, so you guys follow along, um, and what you see is, like, an older man uh, who's, like, kind of seems to be, uh, like, as you guys walk in, you guys walk into, like, a uh, meeting chamber room of, like, the 1800s um, of, like, some kind of Senate, uh, you know, or or some kind of uh, chambers where... um, statesmen would be meeting and there's a bunch of different kind of statesmen that are around and they're all talking about the creation of Wisconsin and the where the capital needs to be and you see this one one of the men kind of just take all of these furs and like you know make all of these promises of of land that he'll be granting them if they make it on um this one area um, in and he calls it Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, uh, do we recognize this man? Um, yes, Is you he... do. He looks like JD, the the leader of the uh, tradition mages in Madison, the one that you met when you guys were uh, you met all of the the rebellion, quote unquote. So he was really trying to get it built here for a reason then interesting and uh and then you see the <clears throat> you see kyle kind of going around and he seems to be like looking at all the paperwork and everything and kind of checks out stuff and you see there when he interacts with stuff nothing he doesn't seem they don't seem to notice him or you guys in any way shape or form it just seems to be like a a movie that's kind of like playing out that's a three-dimensional uh non-interactive movie uh, I'm also going to look at documents uh, as well, because this seems very important. Um, so you do see that there are also construction uh, manuals that JD has kind of laid out for Madison. Um, and they, they call him James, uh, they actually call him, um, sorry, it's uh, uh, James Doty is the name that they keep on calling him. Uh, but you know him as JD. Um, but he seems to have also these kind of odd uh, construction plans to build a capital building that has, um, when you kind of look at it, you you automatically just associate this with, you know, what he's been do, what he's laid out in these kind of plans is definitely some kind of har- uh, har- or, uh, harnessing of of some kind of mystical energies or primal energies in in the area. Um, and it's something that if you just look at Madison normally, you kind you kind of already get that, you know, everybody already talks about it, but this seems to be like 
it just jumps out as he was being like, oh, this this guy's obviously setting up some kind of spell. Checks out. Um, Kyle kind of walks around and then starts writing down. He's like, ah, yes, the first time that he found the node. Or, well, not the, sorry. The first time that he, he made plans in order to capture this node. And uh, and then he walks out of the, the room. I quickly follow after and try asking, is is that note important for some reason? Oh, yes, yes. That's, that's, that's going to be what's going to save the world, I believe. Come with me. I'll show you why. I'm just jotting down notes furiously. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys end up um, outside of the Capitol building as you guys walk out of one of the buildings surrounding the Capitol. And you see that it's on fire and everybody's kind of like freaking out, you know, fire departments here. And um, But you also see that there's a giant rip in the sky of of um, that's just like a black hole that opens up and you can see spirits pouring out of it you can see uh there's like a werewolf that's in a fight with somebody and you see like a mage that's like uh obscuring it making it so that nobody else is seeing what's kind of going on while there's like different you know spirits that are going around and like everybody there's a there's just this massive outpour of insanity that's happening around you he says ah yes and this is when he tried to capture it truthfully for the first time ah didn't work out so well that time who tried to capture what well the node of course jd his first great failure that would lead to his greatest success and then he walks into another store keep following but i'm like looking around trying to see if i'm missing something i guess same was this like what what time era was yeah. this event um so this would have been um here really uh, 1904 1904 yes oh that's why i'm on the I need to go to the next page. Uh, okay, so it's not something we don't that we have to prevent. Okay. I'm okay with that. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, this is yeah. You kind of like look around and you see that this was more of the, um, you know, early early night or uh, early turn of the century, twentieth century, uh, when the capital was set on fire. Um, as you guys enter into the building, um, what you see before you is a what looks to be like a um, a person that was in Kronos werewolf form, where he's in his the full werewolf um, format. He kind of comes out of uh, you're in this like round building. There's a beautiful or round room. There's this beautiful lights and, and uh, tapestries and stuff that are in, in the ceiling and on the walls, um, all just beautifully magically lit. Um, and, and around it has this, cent uh, has this large table. Um, there seems to be a couple doors that come into here. And through the doors you see is a you know, full-grown werewolf that turns back into a normal human as he enters through the door. Um, JD enters in through the door. A um, 
ghostly visage of what looks to be like a grim reaper looking you know uh, has the whole cloak um over the face and um basically all you can see is like a ghostly visage of a of a cloaked reaper looking thing kind of comes through the through one of the doors and then um a <clears throat> very pale woman walks through the doors and you hear them um you hear them speaking but you can't hear what they're saying um it just comes out as kind of like garble um it seems to be like there's some kind of protection that's going on here that is even preventing Kyle's like dreamlike state from trying to portray any information as to what these things are saying to each other but they all seem to be meeting with each other and then um the only thing that you get that you hear is the word gahara and then they seem to disperse after that and kyle says ah yes the first meeting of the gahara pack and he he walks off and uh, through one of the doors what's the gahara pact well gahara pact is is the is the group that's that's trying to formate a fight against the nameless and he just c continues walking uh towards the door i look over at phaedra and quietly say control i don't i don't know <laughs> we'll just keep following <laughs> i'll write that down i'm trying to piece all this together He's I mean, we are in the mind like, of an Alcavian, so, so maybe that's events. what I'm doing wrong, but... <laughs> <laughs> yep, just keep going. Alright, so as you guys um, walk through the next door, um, you guys come to what looks like the um, outside of the, the city. Um, you guys are outside of the Capitol building. Um, it's nighttime. Um, everything seems to be quiet and, you know, there's just some college kids that are kind of sitting on the campus lawn, like hanging out and, you know, just normal shoppers and walker buys that are kind of just walking about the Capitol. And uh, you see Kyle sitting down, laying down on, I'm sorry, laying down on the Capitol lawn, just looking over through his book. Do you, uh, you approach him? Do you have any idea how to guide this one any better? <laughs> I lost connection for a hot second. Uh, what happened? Uh, Kyle is just sitting, uh, laying down on the lawn, uh, reading through his book. And their vitals have been stable this whole time? Yep. Just, okay, cool. cool. Checking in. I'm going to sit down in the grass with him. Uh, have you... So you've been jumping back and forth between these events for a while, haven't you? Uh, yeah. Are you... Have you found any any clues as what can help us for the future yet? Well, I think we need to get part of this Gahara pack. That's not going to happen for a long time, from my understanding. So, right now, bad things are just going to happen. There's nothing that we can do to stop it. Well, that's very depressing. Uh, 
Would you like my advice? Sure. When you stare at, uh, at a picture for too long, you start getting narrow-minded. But if you add another pair of eyes, it might help. Do you mind if I look through your book? <laughs> well, go ahead and give it a shot. And he hands you the book. Um, make a strength roll. Difficulty of eight. <laughs> Just straight up strength? Yep. <laughs> All right. So, um... This is about the same time that uh, it's it's about 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning right now. Tycho comes onto the ship and, and enters into the room. When you do see that uh, Phaedra starts to have some odd brainwave activity immediately that's kind of like spiking on the monitor, Malachi. And Tycho has just walked in. All right. Uh, hey, Tycho. Um, so this is kind of a... <laughs> what's, what's... What's what's going on? Uh, yeah, there's there's things. Oh, are they? Uh... Things are happening. They're uh, they interfaced with the van. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, do you uh, just help me watch these monitors? And we're looking for things to start flashing red or make beeping sounds. I'm not really sure. They didn't give me any instruction as to like what to pay attention to. I'm sure it's fine, but I'm just. Uh, this line here is Phaedra's brainwave. This line here is Robert's brainwave, and this line here is the vampires. And if the vampires get too high, um, well, we have to kill it, or at least I'm not gonna let it wake up and murder everyone. But uh, we're just kind of I'm just kind of watching it right now, and this is the first time there was some action here that's not just normal, as Phaedra's brainwave seems to have spiked. Don't they have like a? Don't they have like a an exit button? Well, um, I think they were, they were just going to watch, um, but you know how uh, dimensional science, there's, uh, they connected to it more than I think was the, the expectation. I, yeah. Um, okay. Wait, does, um, I'll, does I'll uh, just... Phaedra have a trank gun? Does, does her, is her trank gun nearby? It never leaves my yeah. belt. You probably get it. Yeah, okay. she's got a so trank gun. I would. I just realized this is the way because I was just thinking that if you guys start getting crazy, I'll just shoot you and then and then revive your body. But a trank gun is way better than that. So, uh, we, I got a backup plan Probably. now here. Thanks. Thanks for the backup plan. Well, uh, booby trapped. Uh. A conversation with Tycho maybe realize that other people have guns and sometimes theirs are better than mine in terms of the needs. If only yeah, I had well, the let's... mind control bullets. Okay. Uh so is the is the monitor doing crazy shit now? Um yeah, it seems to be uh Phaedra seems to have some some odd spikes that are kind of happening. Um uh, okay. if I look to her, is she physically responding? Is she like sweating or is she like shaking or yeah, she, like she had a she had a weird jolt that just like seemed to like like almost like she like like when somebody falls in their sleep. Like uh, they're you... in their dream, and then that you see the you know, like you get that like weird body shake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm sure that's nothing. Um, I'm recording all this for for later processing. Yeah. Um. Uh. I'm gonna go over to Phaedra's body and just uh, poke her in the shoulder, see if there's any response. No response. I pay, I, 
I watched the monitor. Did, did, did there was nothing on the monitor either? Nothing on the monitor. Did the did the monitor do anything? No, no, she didn't even register it. It seems. All right. <clears throat> um, Which tracks based on what I think has happened, but I'm not a hundred percent. All right. Uh, I have a dot in every sphere now, so Ooh. I would like to roll uh, wits, hypertech, and scan all of them using the ship's equipment. Okay. Go ahead and uh, make that roll difficulty of six. Remember, you get a plus one in here. Uh, while you're making those scans, Phaedra, um, difficulty will be uh, uh, four for the scan that you're doing ba- you know base difficulty uh phaedra you you have you ho- held on to the book and it just dropped like it's just extremely heavy and you just drop it straight to the ground and the big book just starts fluttering and opens up to a page make a willpower roll difficulty of nine i want to can i spend a willpower on absolutely. a willpower absolutely absolutely okay, okay. sweet Wow, three successes then at least. Uh, let's see, three successes. So with three successes, uh, you're able to kind of uh, read what's going on on the page without going immediately insane. Um, but you could definitely <laughs> see that the words are all kind of like jumbling together, and it's kind of hard to read. Um, but the part that you are at right now um, talks about. Um, here. This particular aspect of the book actually goes right into the, the the lore that you kind of already had learned about, which was about the uh, eater of souls that got uh, trapped away by the um, the Croatan uh, werewolf tribe. And their sacrifice that they had to make in order to to throw this thing out, um, and and then it also goes into how it then escaped once again, um, many years later through how it had had when it had originally been here, it had spread vicissitude to through to the land, and that's one of the original ways that it was able to even get to here so it left like this backup kind of plan um to to bring to get itself back to earth even if it got banished which it it figured it would um and that's what vicissitude is um and so that kind of like gets you kind of some interesting kind of things in the sense that it's verifying what you guys already know but you now you know that this kyle guy seems to have it inside of this giant book uh, make another willpower roll. Difficulty of ten. And as this is going on, I'm trying to rush over to make sure she's okay because I looked heavy. Um, I'm going to assume that things are elevated right now, but not crazy. Sure, you want to rush over? Willpower roll. Um, you did not fail, or you did not botch, but you did fail. Um, so at this point in time, though, you. Like everything just starts becoming a jumble. The pages just start like flipping and flopping in all different kind of directions. Like there's a heavy wind incoming in all different, you know, uh, tornado. Do I see this? Um, and you see this happening to the book as well, but there's no wind. 
there you know it's just the book is just kind of going crazy on its own it seems um do you want to continue to try to read it can i get my red roll um yes you can go ahead and do your you you've been able to do your red roll this whole time go ahead well i, I don't know the difficulty because i got three successes on the hypertech yeah difficulty was four um because it's level three okay. plus one uh okay just four. Oh damn all right four successes all right so yep you get a a solid scan of what's kind of going on here and you're able to get actually the monitors to now display what um <laughs> what is going on in their uh Mind hey, that's what that Robert was trying to now. do in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so I just I lean over and like turn a dial and flip a switch, and it just comes up, and we can see them. And I'm like, <laughs> why didn't you do that earlier? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love thinking <laughs> the Malakas been pacing back and forth, <laughs> looking at my fucking screen, like he knows what it says. <laughs> Why did you start it out? <laughs> right, next time we'll leave a like little instruction book with pictures, <laughs> or, or just or just give me like a, a thirty second rundown, <laughs> or, or you can say anything about anything. But I mean, once again, you guys weren't necessarily anticipating this to happen. <laughs> no, wait, I, I look over at Malachi and I'm like. They hooked themselves up without telling you anything, didn't they? <laughs> Not even a thirty-second rundown. It's I'm I'm literally yeah. I don't even know what lines are what. I'm hoping it goes red when it's bad. Like I don't. I'm, I'm getting ready here. to shoot them. That's what I'm here for. Me. <laughs> I will shoot them All to right, keep I'm them gonna... alive. Um, I am going to uh, try another roll to uh, like. Uh, try and talk to them. Okay, go ahead and do an Arte roll. Difficulty of uh, three, just do base. Yeah, you can talk right, three to them. Three successes. Okay, so I press the button. Phaedra, wow. Ricky, can you hear me? Oh, hey, Tygo. <laughs> what the hell is going on in there? Phaedra's spiking all over the place. I was just trying to figure that out, too. Uh, give me a second. This book, this book, uh, is beyond me. You okay? Just, just give me a second. <laughs> you gonna try and read it again? Oh Jesus, Robert, give it a shot. I mean, I didn't, I didn't actually say that over the comm, but um, I'm thinking it heavily. Roll willpower, difficulty eleven. Uh, Robert, don't, don't look at this book. Uh, but you know how do you say don't picture an elephant? Yes. <laughs> look at me. Don't look at the book. Uh, if I start going weird, pull me away from the book. Uh, you guys heard that, right? Yeah, do we have audio? <laughs> yes. Alright, um... Uh... Uh, if this gets bad enough, they might have to pull your headset off, and I don't know what will happen. We're working on it. I'm really hoping I can get the last of that information from that page that I looked at earlier. 
if it's still there. Uh, tell her we won't do it until, unless it's absolutely necessary. And I do have an idea, but I'm going to need your help, Taiko. Uh, Phaedra, what do you have I in Entropy? I was literally about to ask for your help to do the same thing. But yes, I will help you. I have nothing in Entropy. I, I swapped it for correspondence. Are you, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, I mean, no, you're already pretty shaken like up. Do you want idea. me to take a shot at it? See, my thought process was like, if I go insane, you can pull me back. Robert, if you go insane, it's over. <laughs> well, we make a new Robert, but yes. From everything I mean, I've heard, I wouldn't even know I went insane. I would just wake up tomorrow. <laughs> well, not me, but like, me. I look over All right, Robert, like, go where's ahead. That music coming from? Um, so I attempt to steal myself. <laughs> And I think and I focus and I try to like meditate on basically like this kind of solution type, like, like what's coming type thing, like future. And, and then I just like reach down and grab both sides of the book and just grab hold and open my eyes. All right. Make a, uh, Arate roll. Uh, just straight up Arate. Well, make a intelligence. Sorry, perception plus meditation. Difficulty of six. Okay, make a Arate roll. Difficulty of. Uh, or what? What spheres do you all have again? I've got two entropy, three mind, one time, one matter, two correspondence, and one life. And two life technically here. Two life technically. Um, okay. And. Okay, so you got two successes all together on that, so it'll be difficulty of six. Uh, Arate roll. And I'm going to use a quintessence and a willpower. Okay. So difficulty five, you already have one success. Ooh. Wow. All right. So four successes. Um, now I want you to make a willpower roll, difficulty of six. This is the one that's just going to fuck me. Uh... Oh, yeah. Wow. Five successes. I've always been bad at willpowers. Five successes. Uh, so you're you're trying to look for the future um, and dig out stuff that might happen inside of the future. So um, one of the things that happens to you actually is that you kind of uh, you from your point of view you you fall into the book and you can just see. Um, from Amber's point of view, your eyes just kind of go blank and you're just like looking down at the book, but it doesn't look like you're doing anything anymore. And the book is just stopped on one page and it stopped fluttering. But Amber, you can't make out anything that's being that's on the page itself. It just looks like a bunch of moving words and symbols and uh, ancient Latin. Um, and Robert, when you're 
fell inside of the book. You end up uh, like falling down, and you're you're kind of now in a more kind of ethereal uh, kind of presence where you're kind of like floating in the sky, kind of overlooking everything. Um, and when you look down at a house, you kind of like zoom in on like the person, like your vision and and f the, your presence kind of appears to go into the buildings that you kind of look at and you can go in and kind of see the people. And everybody that you see is having crazy nightmares where you're able to like, you know, go down another level and you're starting to be able to see the nightmares that everybody is kind of experiencing as you kind of look around and your mind is just filled with all of this insanity. Uh, make another willpower roll. Difficulty of seven. Oh. All right. Well, you can buy. That's that's going. That's good enough. Um, and what you are seeing is um, every everybody is having these terrors and nightmares. And another day goes by, and there's another night of nightmares that everybody is having having and then another night of nightmares that are happening and you know you kind of as you're kind of like trying to find something that is just not nightmares to get stuck into you look down and you see a newspaper and uh, it is july of uh two th or of 1999 um one second here it is today I'm trying to check if I have a specific, specific date that I can give you. Uh, we're just going to say July 12th right now. Um, I might change that up. I do apologize if that is the case, but I believe it is right around that time. Um, so in July of 2012, or of July of uh, 1999, 12th, uh, there's all these people that are having all of these crazy nightmares. And on the other side of the planet, you kind of like see yourself like lift up out of the atmosphere and come down over into the area of um, of Asia. And when you kind of come down, you see these two great uh, vampire, like uh, humanoid, you know, size kind of things that are just attacking each other. There's a huge storm that's going on above the sky and... Um, there's just this massive battle that's happening between these creatures and time just kind of goes by where they're, you know, running through houses, throwing each other through houses. You know, it's almost like the, like two Supermans uh, smashing into each other and just, you know, throwing everything that they kind of have. One is like bending all of reality uh, to just rip apart, um, you know, and cause all of these kind of like permanent illusions that seem to be just, uh, you know, the, 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 the ground ripping up underneath this guy or when he runs into a wall it turns into more of a steel wall you know things get harder like everything is just kind of going in this insane battle between these two and then you see a bunch of nukes exploding across the land the sky opens up and the vampire just disintegrates underneath the sunlight and then you feel that as the nukes like envelop you as you're falling into them, you go through and end up inside of the dark world uh, or inside of the, the shadow lands and kind of fall deeper into Earth. And as you are falling, you see another city 
below you and you see an explosion go off of a nuke exploding across this city that you're falling into. And then you appear back into the book. They're out, out of the book and you can't, you kind of come back to your senses and your brain is just fried at this point. Oh, okay, I'm question. done. Uh, was that, where, where were you when you saw the nukes going off? Um, uh, on Earth, he would have been in Asia. Um, I rush over to Robert, uh, drag him away from the book just in case. Uh, Thank did you. we see any of that? Did we see any of that vision on the monitor? No. Uh, yes, on the monitors, you would have seen that vision. So everybody but Phaedra. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, Tycho's watching the the vi the um, the video. I'm paying attention to the. Oh, the okay. And so I'm sure he he like is all, holy shit. <laughs> um, oh, and and his vitals are all over the place right now. And then uh, do they go back to normal uh, when he pops back up? Yes. Ish. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting I'm... real panicked, and then I, I relax once I see everything kind of start balancing back out. I'm ready to like get out of here. That was a lot more than I had uh, in mind. I look over at Kyle. Um, have you watched everything that's happened in this book? Oh, and I do apologize. The second vampire was taking on demon forms. Like, just crazy-looking, demon-esque kind of, like... It was almost like he was a werewolf, but of, uh, of, of the demon sort. What? <laughs> I do apologize. That's a pretty important aspect of the thing that was fighting. We got a, a shape-shifting demon were-demon and a reality-bending... Superman? Possibly a marauder? Uh, both of them had fangs that they hissed at each other with. <laughs> oh. We can review the tapes later. <laughs> you guys should get out of there. Yeah. Uh, is we... Kyle still around? Is he still sitting in the grass? Uh, no, Kyle is not there anymore. Cool. Uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go! <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess I just, I didn't Dude. think to try it. I try to pull myself out and take the headset off. You come out without a problem. <laughs> okay, I do the same. Did you tell me how to get this off? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you have to tell me the, the code. <laughs> It, it kind of feels like you're pulling but pushing at the same time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I give that a go. Yeah, you come out without a problem. <laughs> I love that long pause of like, nope, you're stuck there now. <laughs> Considering my options. She goes unresponsive. You know. What? <laughs> Like, I really don't want to do the Inception route where you have to, like, kill yourself to get out. Um, uh, 
can so, we verify that the vampire didn't swap minds with uh, any of our compatriots? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like that's any problem like that. And All the right, vampire is still sleeping. Yep, his uh, his old thing has gone completely dead, and he looks completely dead. I again. look and see that Tycho had the the screen up, and I ask if he saw any of that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure it was recording until I turned the monitor on. I, well, I got here when when you guys when, were, when uh, did you just, get here? Uh, just after you guys went and sat down in the grass. Well, you missed missed some fun events before that. But I think you definitely at least got something there because I'm still trying to piece together what that was. But I don't think we can let these nukes go off. I uh, also yeah. took note that they went off on Earth and not on Enoch like they're supposed to. Well, they went off on a city underneath Earth, too. Yeah, so they're definitely... It looked like it went on all of the realms or spaces that we, we know uh, exist, and that's not good. So and like, you you get the feeling I, that when when this happened to you at the very end too, um, it's something that you didn't see or came up on the monitors or anything like this. But you get a feeling like the entire universe kind of fractured at that point. That and it was it was like there was it was more like the the nukes that were happening inside of the Shadowlands. What so Enoch getting blown up was happening at the same exact time that this other creature was getting blown up on Earth. And then, you know, from your point of view, you kind of fell into one and then experienced the other. But it was, you know, that these happened at like the same time and that it was just an earth shattering explosive reality bomb, basically, that just coincided on causing insane, horrible shit that you just you can't even you just know that everything went wrong at that point. I feel like. Now might be as good a time as ever to tell you guys the truth about something. Because I don't think I can keep this anymore. I think we've kind of come to an impasse. I've draw, I draw my pistol. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> what would you like to talk about as I lean over a counter that's got multiple buttons? <laughs> How familiar are you with the New World Order? We raced against them, didn't we? But the real New World Order. They're, they're the, the organization inside the technocracy? I mean, they're just the, the people, the stuff. Okay. Uh, I work for the New World Order. I'm what you would probably consider a man in gray. I was putting this group to assist control in making sure that certain events took place and I've reached a point that I do not feel comfortable following and I'm not sure how to go forward. But control is aware that we lied on our last report and I hope that you all understand why I kept this from you. I walk over to Robert and I calmly put my hand on his shoulder. Oh, shit. <laughs> Robert? Phaedra? 
of like to go sit down over there uh, before I do something that you, we probably won't, we won't like. Just, I'm struggling with the fact that I've trusted you, Robert. And I don't trust most people. It's worth pointing out that uh, um, it might be uh, that betrayal that drove him to tell us in the first place, opposed to continuing to. I mean, he he well, took the risk of... telling us as I have I... his hand on the pistol on the holster, but it's just let's just rest in there casually. I I would also just like to point out that I literally wear a black suit. <laughs> I was going to make a comment, but I felt it was it was. <laughs> Out of place. So, so like, I feel like this isn't it? entirely my fault. <laughs> Did you know any of the guys that we raced against? Sorry, that's a distraction. We need to stay on point. We need to stay on point here. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I I understand that there's gonna be some strong feelings about this, and I understand if you guys want me to step away for a little bit so you can have a discussion. Um, but I just, no, I, I received Robert. a message from control today that they have flagged our group and I was ready to make what had needed to happen happen. But no, after no. seeing that, I, I don't think I can, I don't Robert, think I can be a part of that future. You have what to get on the table. To happen? All I know is that. All I know is that those nodes needed to be taken down, no matter what. They don't tell us everything. Robert. And I've always trusted control. I had no reason not to. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to shelve my, my feelings of betrayal for a second, and I'm going to think of the team. If you trust us still, and you trust me, you're going to lay down on this table. I I slowly put my briefcase down and I take off my jacket and I take off my tie and I place them nicely on the counter and I lay down on the table. Okay. I sneak up behind Phaedra and rehook the Trank gun to her belt that I was uh, <laughs> took from her. Just like quick. Thank okay. you, Malachi. Uh Robert. I have to give you a full body uh, exam. Do you want the other two people to still be in the room? Uh, I mean, I'd prefer no one's in the room. (laughs) (laughs) I have to do the examination, Robert. You have assistance. (laughs) Do whatever you need. What are you looking for? Bugs. Uh, I can, uh, I don't have correspondence. I got Prime. Might be able to help with that. Why don't you, why don't you just ask him first? He wouldn't know. I yeah. wouldn't tell my crew that I'm bugging them. I've got like okay, two, well, two you, staff. All I can that. say is, from all appearances, Control has believed up until this point that, well, we are reckless. We have been working in the correct direction. This is the first time they've ever indicated any type of suspicion in us or anything like that, but they they seem to know that we should have been able to get through those defenses. I don't um, care. 
and that's fair. You are a gray suit. I have to make sure that you're still good. Because if they get wind that you've defected, I want to make sure that you're still safe and we are too. Uh, did you mention Phaedra's apartment to uh, to the NWO? I've been particular in how I portray things to them. It's I've had suspicions for a while. It, it started shortly after I joined with you guys. They, you you kind of have shown me a side of things that I had not seen previously. We'll say. Well, then, uh, also, you haven't had really any any actual contact. No, besides... there was only there was only the couple small interactions that I kind of suspected they might be checking in on us a few times when some of them showed up, but I haven't been expected to report very regularly. Um, typically, we're kind of left just to work on our own. That you you know that you just normally report, and if there you know there's some code words and stuff like that, but there's nothing yeah. that you. Have thrown out there that is <laughs> no i've i've yeah i've been trying to keep as much as i could to the team because i i do appreciate this team and i didn't want control to see you guys in a way that they might take out of context or something you know Tycho, is there uh is there a way to make a chip that if robert gets chipped it immediately uh we want to chip you alerts. to prevent you from being chipped. <laughs> by getting chipped by others yes <laughs> our chip's a good chip uh, <laughs> i mean we do we did explore in the past the um the kind of like we had the mine pattern things mm-hmm. and we were we were able to you know uh pair them which I don't think we've done very often. Um, we could take a baseline and just see if, because because at this point, like now that he's seen that and knows that control is up to that, although does control up to that? Well, That's one th- one thing I think we should also check to see is: do, do you guys know what uh, gray suits are? Um, and if you don't. Uh, does uh, we should hey, was... maybe do a roll to see if you guys Can know? Can do intelligence investigation? Because it is a little <laughs> bit odd what what's happening here. Um, yeah, true. I'm not sure if everybody's catching on to the concept of what a gray suit is exactly. Uh, I can I can tell you that I don't know what gray suits are. Um, Malachi might though. Um, so go ahead and make a intelligence plus. Uh, um. Techno- technocracy lore, basically, um, or NWO lore. Uh, I mean, there's no reason why you would know exactly about this kind of stuff. Uh, with maybe could I say investigation because this is very close to like. I'll say that you my... you've been able to investigate maybe into this into the past. We'll do a difficulty eight investigation. You don't have technocracy lore. Um, I'm gonna do childhood in the construct. Yep, that'll work. Uh, my uh, role difficult was uh, difficulty of six for the childhood. Mine was an eight at investigation, and I bought. Oh shit! Well, <laughs> oh, bad. You think you know what I am? 
Um, Holy shit, did I go? Yeah, you bet. Yeah, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, four. So um, we'll start. We'll start with Malachi um, and what Malachi thinks um, the gray suit is. So Malachi, you think that a gray suit just is? Uh, you're he's like an alien investigator or something like that. Like he's he's the the NWO's way of investigating grays. Um, and then Phaedra, you uh, you know that gray suits are definitely the men in gray are known as infiltrators and spies, um, but you really don't really know much more beyond that. Um, and Tycho, you understand though that usually this is uh, a gray suit is used to infiltrate the tradition mages standardly because they have the ability to kind of walk the the you know walk the line of uh uh techno magic they're more you know usually they're virtual adepts and stuff like that but sometimes they might even have uh you know some abilities that are similar to awakened uh reality deviants um and normally they're used to infiltrate a group and destabilize it or neutralize it or 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 analyze it uh, but you know that they're usually not used against um, the technocrats. However, it's not unheard of for a gray suit to infiltrate another tradition or another well, com convention. It also, makes, it also makes perfect sense in this case. You guys are a little deviant-y. That's probably why well, I yeah, got put on the scene. Also, it's control wants those nodes down. They needed to put a team around me. Makes absolute sense. Is who they would have done. I just uh, love that he's had a gray suit this entire time. <laughs> he's literally been the color. Minimum. Thank you. It, I it, went with black. You did. So I was being do. subtle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I would just like to point out that in 1997, the movie Men in Black with uh, uh, Will Smith, uh -huh. um, that came out. And so, yes, it's, oh, they went with gray instead of black. Like, was that movie about you guys? No, NWO me. has men in black. It's just the tier below me. Is there a tier above you, like in S-Class? Yeah, it's white, white suits. That's a bit on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> Talk to the NWO. I didn't name them. <laughs> that is pretty on the nose. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly what I was thinking. I am, so, I am gonna write why do why do I suit that top? So wait, in in earlier in the campaign when I kept mistaking and saying that you were with the NWO, I was right. I didn't know it at the time, but which makes all this better. Um, I kind of might have came up with this recently, um, but yes, you were right. <laughs> We got, My that's why you're the leader. You got an insight. Uh, so I think anyway. that that's 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 a good spot for us to kind of wrap it on up here, and uh, we'll take we'll take this uh, let you guys kind of soak in in this revelation of uh, what's happened and what you're gonna want to do uh, next game because uh, I know that Amber does does have to uh, go to work, so that's, that's yeah. Important. 
So I mean, is it? Shop your ass up. <laughs> yeah, I'm really worried about what this scan is going to entail just for, like, a punishment's sake. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to be I'll gentle. <laughs> I mean, you know, for the most part, you, you haven't really done... I mean, your 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 job was more of a you know observation of of the group, and yeah, he hasn't explained that yet. <laughs> yeah, they 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 still are in the very much untrusting all of a sudden phase. I think. <laughs> I'm like, I'm telling that this is this was supposed to be my new family, and one of my family members just told me that uh, he's a spy. I'm not. Uh, I'm not very happy. I feel I'm like that's really very cool tropey, though. You know, it's of course there's always the one, the one <laughs> bad guy that's got to be like, I'm not a bad guy anymore, but I was a bad guy, but I wasn't really a bad guy. I didn't know it was a bad guy. It wasn't my fault. Zuko, what are you doing here? Get out of here! <laughs> like, what? How do you like? It's not my fault that they told me like I could have had any other mission, <laughs> but now I'm on your side. Don't you understand? <laughs> So ignorance true. is bliss and now i've got all these questions and yeah i, I actually i'm uh, suffering it, too it, it, it relieves <laughs> it relieves a bunch of pressure for me because i've been wondering why they haven't been putting more pressure on me to to report back on you guys it's because they already had somebody in the group with me <laughs> I expected there to be like this this where I'm gonna have to try to balance about nope, I was just able to lie straight through and nobody questioned it. Well, there's also there's your your group is specially designed and made set up kind of by control at this point. Just from you from what you're kind of gathering is that maybe it's possible that all of these these encounters that you guys have kind of had have not been coincidental either. Uh you know. It, if that's the case, I kinda get why Tycho and Robin are here and Malachi a little bit as well. Fuck did they pick me? <laughs> Maybe you're the chaos element that that uh, uh, control didn't account for. Okay. You're the slap. I mean, you just basically single-handedly led to me ending up inside of Malkavian's head and realizing that I can't follow control anymore, so... <laughs> Yeah. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Phaedra would... is the slap that can c control could not predict. Which is why I laughed so hard earlier when you were mad at control and you turned and slapped me. <laughs> <laughs> you said I need to do something to fuck Did with you... control, and Did you, you turned and slapped me, and I was like, "No way." <laughs> Does he know? <laughs> You were on point there. You didn't even know it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I have to go. <laughs> yep, we'll go ahead and wrap it on up here. Thank you all for watching and have a great night. Good night, everybody. Good night, Good night, everybody. Good night peeps and peepets. <laughs>